Thank you for tuning in to Shop Small ILM, where we showcase locally owned businesses from the Cape Fear region. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave us a rating, and share with your friends. So today on Shop Small ILM, we have speaker and author Melissa Thomas. Melissa, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So uh, we'll jump right in. Tell us a little bit about your book, Building My Yellow Brick Road, mm-hmm. Life Lessons from Pursuing a Dream. Yes, yeah, so the, the book started um, basically because I have spent the last 30 years going to Elton John concerts because I've decided when I was 19 that I wanted to meet Elton John. So I've been pursuing this great big dream okay. for 30 years. I've been to 62 concerts altogether. Wow. Um, the book only goes up to, I think, concert 35, so okay. somewhere in that, in that time frame. Uh, but the book came about basically as a result of me going to the concerts and coming home with these grand epic stories. Yeah. And over the years, people saying, you should write a book. You should write a book. And I'm like, I don't want to write a book. Like, I'm not an author. I don't want, you know, at that point in time, I wasn't even speaking. So yeah. I was just like, that is not at all on my radar. And just over time, just enough people were coming to me saying, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And is having a conversation with a friend of mine, and I'm like, I really don't know about writing a book. Like, I don't know how to write. Like, I don't even know how to get started on writing a book. I don't know, like, the first thing to do. And, you know, he was basically like, you open a Word document, and you just start typing. And then you get an editor, and then you get a, a you know, a, a graphic designer, and, you know, get all these people in place that will help you put the book together. I was like, ah, oh, but I'm not an author. And he said, right, because you're not an author until you write and publish the book. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's like, like, you're not a mom until you have a baby and you're not a wife until you get married. And I was like, oh, right. And he was like, is that your only hang up? I'm like, yeah, I'm not an author. And he's like, right, because you haven't published the book. So I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll publish the book. The very first speaking engagement I ever did was at a conference. And I applied to speak at the conference completely on a whim not expecting at all that I would get chosen because I had not done any speaking at at all at that point. And I got picked. And then I had to write a speech and then I had to give a speech. And at the end of it, uh, it, when it was very, I basically stood up on stage and read my speech from a piece of paper. So it was very not polished and very not, you know, uh, very monotone and, and all that. Afterwards, somebody came up and was like, that was because I told a story and they said, that was a great story. Do you have more stories like that? And I was like, well, yes, I do. You should write a book. Okay, I will write a book and I will have the book done by the next time we have this conference. Because at that time, the conference was happening about every 18 months to two to two years. And so I sort of uh, just put it out there that I was going to write a book. And then I'm the type of person that if I told a whole group of people that I was going to write a book, well, I guess now I've got to get this book done. So I wrote and published the book in 18 months. Which is not something I recommend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of a lot of late night and early mornings. Yeah. You know, getting getting the book out there. Um, but it's but it's done, and I self published on Amazon. And you know, like I said, hired an editor, hired a graphic designer. And what's interesting is that all the people that I needed to help me with the book were already people I had in my life, which oh, was wow. just more affirmation for me that the book was meant to be. I just had to get my mind you know, around the fact that I could write and publish a book. So now one thing that you kind of mentioned that I think is near and dear to you is sharing your story. Yes, that, yes. Tell us why that's so important. Well, the the important thing is, in my, like in my case with the book, um, the subtitle is Life Lessons from Pursuing a Dream. So each chapter is a story, 
And at the end of each chapter is a lesson I learned from that particular event or story that happened. So there's okay. 31 chapters, 31 life lessons. A um, okay. couple chapters have more than one lesson because it just kind of tied in together. But mostly the story inspires people okay. to pursue their great big dream, whatever whatever that may be, you know, because yeah. I'm the person who's doing it, you know, like not everybody's dream is to meet Elton John, but whatever your big dream is, you need to go after it, you know, whatever it is. So stories are important because they inspire people to go, oh, well, if that person is doing that, then I can do that. And I yeah. can, I can go out and, and do whatever I want to do. Stories motivate people. So, yeah. you know, and it's the same, inspire and motivate kind of go hand in hand, but inspiring is not actionable, right? You have to, you, you can be inspired and not do anything with it, but mm -hmm. you can be motivated and then get up every day and go take some actionable steps to go do things. And lastly, our stories encourage other people. So my, my great encouragement story is my husband and I have uh, two boys who will be 18 and 17 this summer. And I've been involved in a mom's group um, since they were preschool age, um, yeah. you know, and we've had moms come and go over the years, but we have a core group of moms that are in that group. Within the group of moms, the age range, I think the oldest kid is 22 or 23, and then we have all the way down to newborn and everywhere in between, you know. So the encouraging part is when we get together once a week and we share our stories about being moms, the moms that have older kids than what I have I look at that and go, okay, well, I'm going to be okay because they survived the teenage years. Yeah. I think I'll make it through, <laughs> you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And then the moms that have kids that are younger than my boys, I hope that they would get that same encouragement, that whatever they're struggling with right now, like uh, if they're struggling through the terrible twos or, you know, whatever, that they can say, well, Melissa went through that twice, <laughs> you yeah. know, and so I think I can, I think I can get through that too. So okay. basically stories – you know, from my perspective, are meant to inspire and motivate and encourage other people. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're up to 62. 62. Okay, so you're up to yeah. 62 Yeah, concerts. so Elton John uh, retired, is retiring from touring, and his final North American concerts were at the end of last year in Los okay. Angeles at Dodger Stadium, and I went to both of those. Okay. And so that was kind of the, the epic ending, right? Because okay. at this point... He's going to resume touring, but he's going to resume in Europe, and he'll finish his tour in July of 2023, and then he's done touring. So okay. even though, uh, and a lot of people, you know, when I came back from L.A. and I hadn't met Elton yet, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry you didn't meet Elton, your dream, blah, blah, blah. Okay, my dream is not over. Yeah. Just because now we're on two separate continents, it's just a little more challenging, <laughs> you know, yeah. but my dream to meet him isn't over. I just keep... Just keep doing, you know, what I do and just keep talking to people and trying to make connections and, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, so that's that's an important lesson, too, that just because the dream gets a little more challenging, it doesn't mean that you give up on it. You know, yeah. you just kind of keep keep plugging through. So it wouldn't be as fulfilling and especially if you just you know, went to the first concert. And boom. And boom mate, right, right, right. Yeah, yes, like, yes. I wouldn't have a book if that happened. Yeah, yes, yeah. it would be a one and done type yeah. of thing. So, so yeah. So the, the fact that you've gone to that many concerts and, you, and you've not gotten there, there's obviously a bigger purpose. You know, right, 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 right. Hopefully it's inspired others to, you know, pursue. Yes. You know, big, hairy, audacious Big, hairy, stories. audacious dreams. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. Yes, yeah, that's exactly so, right. Um, with the tours ending, um, do you, I mean, do you think, like, the 
you're going to get there? Like, where, what, what's the next step? Well, <laughs> that's a good question, and a lot of people have asked me that question because obviously the next step for me is to go where he is, right? Okay. Well, that involves me having to go to Europe. That's okay. a huge investment of time and money yeah. and energy and, you know, and all that. And our oldest son is graduating from high school this year and he's discerning his future plans. Okay. So my future plans are sort of in limbo right now until yeah. he decides his future plans, <laughs> you yeah. know, and then we kind of go from there. There is, however, speculation among the, the fans that although Elton will be done touring, he will not be done performing. Okay. So there's a you know there's a difference between touring and performing. He's definitely done touring, yeah. but it doesn't mean that he wouldn't come back to Atlanta or New York or L.A. and okay. do you know a, a just him and his piano or yeah. do a residency. Okay. You know, in in Vegas he did a, a series of concerts in Vegas, okay. um, so he may do that. So like that's always an option. For right now, it's either you know between. Uh, I think he resumes the tour next month. So between April and July, it either means I go to Europe to try to pursue the dream further, or it means I just wait until he comes back to the U.S. and then okay. find out where he's going to be and then go from there. Um, okay, so now your your friend said you're not an author because you haven't published a book. Right, he right. That sound really yes, easy. Yes, yes, yes. But there's more to it. What advice would you give to somebody that, that's wanting to take that step? The first thing is to make the commitment to it. You know, it's, okay. it's really important to, to share the story. It's more important, I guess, not to get hung up on all the technical aspects of doing it. Yeah. Because, and this is true for most areas of life, somebody somewhere knows how to do what you want to do. The beauty of social media helps that, right? I want to write a book. Who knows how to do that? You know, okay, this is what you do. My advice to people is just open your laptop, open a Word document, and start putting words on paper, okay. you know, and start making sentences, and sentences turn into paragraphs, and paragraphs turn into pages, and, you know, before you know it, you've got 40,000 words ready to go, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, and it's not uh, – um, you know, I definitely went through periods of time where I had writer's block, where I got stuck in yeah. some places and I didn't know where to go forward. And that's where a really good editor comes into play because they, you know, like in my case, my editor would say to me, well, you have a big gap of time between this story and this story. And I go, well, everybody knows what happens. And she said, no, no, no. People are going to buy your book who don't know your story. Yeah. And that honestly scared me a little bit because I was like, oh, that's weird. Like complete strangers are going to buy my book. And she's like, well, if you're going to publish on Amazon, like somebody's going to come across it. Or if you're going to go out and promote the book, like that, that's going to happen. So you have to fill in that gap of time and, and what happened. It's also, uh, it's also my story. So I made the choice to include what I wanted to include and what was completely off limits, you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing, because I did have to take that into consideration. Like, yeah. yes, it's a story, but it's not a tell all, you know, yeah. it's, it's meant to be inspirational. It's meant to be encouraging. It's meant to be motivating. And that was also the, the part where I got into the, the sharing of the life lessons, you know, is yeah. in, and I've had a lot of people tell me that they've used this book as like a personal development book, because the lessons that I share in this book are applicable to anyone, 
you yeah. know. And so if you take what I've learned and apply it to your own life, well, then you don't have to go through the learning of the lesson, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I've already done it for you sort of thing. So it's just that it's just that getting started, just making that commitment okay. to, to putting the story down on paper. Like I said, I just used a Word document and then I had people like my editor and my graphic designer who made it fit into a book and yeah. upload it on Amazon and all that, like all that technical stuff that I was getting so hung up on. I don't know how to do all that. Yeah. Well, there are people that know how to do that stuff. Okay. And so, you know, finding those people is as easy as putting a post on social media. You know, like I said, the people that I that helped me with this book were the people that already were in my life. Just okay. from various groups and, you know, various aspects of my life and that sort of thing. So for me, it was sort of easy. Like once I put out there that I was writing the book and I need these people, then those people were like, hey, here I am. And I was like, oh, that's right. That's what you do. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. And then it's the the self-publishing on Amazon for me was the easiest thing because then I didn't have to go out and pitch publishing companies. There's a whole nother aspect that's involved in in signing contracts with publishing companies and that sort of thing so for a beginner author you know like myself like other people i would say to start with the self-publishing on amazon and just kind of see where that goes so just start just start yes and tell enough people that you have to do it. You have to Right, push. right. If we're going to put a man on the moon by this decade. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Like just say, yeah, because there has to be a level of accountability there. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, I don't know for most people, but for me, if I didn't have that level of accountability that people kept saying, how is the book coming along? Is the book going to be ready by the next conference? Is the book going to be ready? You know, and I did have the book ready by the first conference, but I had to have the author's copy shipped from Amazon straight to where I was going for the concert. Yeah. I mean, for the conference, because I didn't have enough time to have them shipped to my house and then bring them with me. So that was kind of, I mean, I cut it really yeah. close, you know, so I didn't even hold the, a copy of my own book until I was in the hotel lobby and the, and the books arrived like the day before the conference started. And so that was, yeah, that was kind of pushing the envelope a little bit, but we, you know, we got it done. So yeah, like you've perfected procrastinating. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, well, and the other part of it too is yes, it was the procrastination, but it was also like 18 months to write and publish a book is a tight window. Yeah. And I didn't know that when I announced to everybody that I was writing a book is because I just didn't think through that yeah. whole entire process, you know? So I would say, you know, probably two, two and a half years is okay. a more realistic. realistic sort of thing. And especially in my case, like I, like my book is classified as a memoir, okay. even though I'm only 49 years old. So I, you know, I kind of feel like a true memoir should be written when you're 80, you know, but that was, that's just sort of how it's classified. And so I had to go back and research a lot of things. I had to call a lot of my Elton friends and be like, do you remember about this concert yeah. when we went, you know, cause sometimes details get a little fuzzy or they get a little forgotten. And I had to go back and research, look up a lot of things and, and that, and that take, that kind of stuff takes time because I couldn't take an 18 month sabbatical from my life to go write a book, right? I was still running a business. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm yeah. a volunteer. I still had all those things going on. So the, the writing of the book really became where, where can I plug this in where yeah. I can write? And sometimes I wrote for four or five hours and sometimes I wrote for 30 minutes and sometimes I wrote 
in the notes on my phone while I was yeah. waiting in the carpool line. And then when I got home, I transcribed them to my Word document. You know, so just fitting in the bits and pieces, it doesn't have to be a eight-hour-a-day job, you know, type of yeah. thing. You can do it a little bit at a time. To not be 80 and be able to put 40,000 yeah. words. <laughs> Thanks. You, you have a, I've, had, I've had a blessed life yeah, so that's, far. That's, that's for awesome. sure. That's not, for sure. Not yes. many people actually get out and live enough to put 40,000 Yeah, words thank you so. for that. <laughs> um, where can everybody go to buy a copy? Well, I happen to have copies in stock at my okay. house, so they can contact me directly, and All I right. can ship them an autographed copy. Or okay. if you happen to be shopping on Amazon, you can just put in the title of the book. Okay. Last time I checked, I was on the same page as the Legos because the first word is building. Okay. <laughs> so it just sort of happened that yeah. way. Uh, but you can also order a copy on Amazon, uh, okay. and that's that's usually the easiest way. But I've been doing some speaking engagements, so I happen to have some copies okay. in stock at the house. So If they're going to reach out to you directly, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, all my information is on my website, which okay. is mthomas.live. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And we'll link that in the show notes. That'd be great. Thank you. Uh, Melissa, it was a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So everybody make sure to go check out Melissa Thomas's book, Building My Yellow Brick Road, Life Lessons from Pursuing a Dream, to read about her story that inspires, motivates, and prepares others to pursue their own dream. Also, anybody that has any connection to Elton John <laughs> needs to send him this podcast. Thank you very much. Appreciate I, that. I think after 60 plus <laughs> concerts, you deserve a meet. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us on Shop Small ILM, powered by Salt Air Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe so you get updated when new episodes are released.